All right, what's up? Welcome to another new episode of Movie Schmovie. This is episode number 296. We are inching so closely to episode 300. It's going to be a special episode, just a little teaser there. Uh, my name is Steve, and I'm here as I'm always with... Oh, Steve, I'm sorry. I'm Ron. <laughs> I always screw that up. That's, and I'm, I'm nobody. I'm wondering how it sounds to you because I feel like I'm, in the, I'm at the end of a sentence and like the last three times it's like, is there a delay between me and where Ronald lives 30 minutes away? But it's some opposite I of think a delay. So. It's like it's like it, a or, yeah, prelay. It's like a, it's yeah, a, it's like a yeah. prelay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, like, I think honestly, I think you made him jittery. I think you made him jittery because you would always comment on the pause before. Yes, and that's what it like, is, man. He's like, there's not going to be a fucking yeah, pause. That's I, all I know. <laughs> I'm I'm deeply he's, offended I'm John, by, by stuff like that. So he's ready to shoot a shot like real quick. Like he's just yeah, like, so I can't wait. Imagine if you will, my consciousness moves a lot like the scenes on Sherlock Holmes where everything slows down. We'll talk. And you see it all. And then, I'll, and then I'm thinking about, I'm like, damn, did I say something weird? What the fuck was that? Oh, the sound. Did that sound like I wasn't caring? Did I make eye contact? Oh, what the fuck's going on? Are you sure? Are you sure it's not more like that gif where the woman's going? And like just the math is kind of scrolling <laughs> past your head. <laughs> it's it's a combination of the two. Honestly. We're all somewhere between <laughs> yeah. that, that GIF and Sherlock Holmes. Going, yes. I think you need cocaine to be like Sherlock Holmes to stay that sharp. Yes, you do. You do. And I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really. You know, I'll consider right. a lot of things to change the routine, but I'm not really. I'm not up for it. That far. I'm not up for it these days. Not my nah. tempo, fellas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So how you guys doing so, otherwise? Pretty good. Good, man. Good. Uh, waiting for, you know, getting some home uh, fixing done, getting my basement finished. And I'm tired. Like, cl the clanging and people being in the house is driving me nuts. It's, like, legitimately driving me nuts. It's like, like ghosts? Yeah, like ghosts. Because you kind of make an agreement. Like, they're going to start when they're ready. So you're like, okay, cool. Come when you're ready. Right. Like, oh, I didn't think it would be. I have a theory, and I'm not going to share it on the podcast. I have a theory. I'll share with you guys off, off uh, okay. mic. But, I thought you were about um, to say, I'm not going to share it on a podcast, but I'll share it with you guys. No, no. no but like, Ronald, you realize I'm, this is a podcast. This, this is a podcast. <laughs> just, ready to, just ready to get Isn't that it? stuff done. It's, 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 I know, man. This is like. What, is that what we're a doing? A mirror, fa two, two cameras this, facing This isn't some other. Black this Mirror is... episode where we, we, we think we're doing a podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> That'd Damn. be a pretty bad episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are good. You guys are yeah. good otherwise. That's good to hear, man. Yeah. I, liked, I like what we're doing today because this feels a little like we're running and gunning like we used to. Because I feel like everything we had in the last couple months, honestly, had a lot of focus. Just with you know our, our new access to things and we're kind of getting back to the roots of of movie schmovie man we're, we're like what and the dealing. hell we're going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> i don't know either but no, i, I kind of like yeah. that it's free i kind of like that yeah man um so we are we going to talk about news first what do, what do you want to do let's do the news um, cue, the, cue the news sound I was about to say, should have. it be like a newsy kid saying extra schmextra? <laughs> Either that or like that little like high pitched thing that you always hear. Yeah. Yeah, that. This just in. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Some like timpanies. Boom, 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 boom. Whatever, whatever work, whatever we can get for free and not get sued for. Well, I just did mouth timpani and you know that'll work. Just loop it. It works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, news. What's up, Ron? I know you were ex excited to talk about something that we had to stop talking about before we hit record. Yes. So why don't we just okay, start so, with that? So about a week ago, there was an announcement that Sony had a very exclusive deal with Netflix. And basically, the cycle would be theatrical release, VOD, and then Netflix. That's a pretty big deal, man. Uh, and that's everything under the Sony umbrella from, from what they were kind of saying. Uh, which is a huge deal. And what what I guess we assumed from that announcement was that other services were kind of being edged out. Like, um, mm -hmm. basically, with Paramount and Disney and all these services, Sony has taken a different sort of uh, stance on the whole thing where they're kind of 
renting and selling out their things to other services so that Sony could be everywhere versus just, you know, them kind of paying millions and millions of dollars for a service itself. And then to kind of counter the energy of that announcement, because we thought, oh, man, Netflix has a monopoly on Sony content. Uh, they just announced that um, pri- after the release to Netflix, it will then go to Disney+. Plus. So here's the cycle. Um, this is actually in the press release. It's going to be theatrical, VOD, Netflix, which was announced the week before, and then Disney+. Plus. So Disney+, Plus will get some of the content, especially, you know, the connective tissue of those those Sony properties in the Marvel Universe. They'll get access to that. Um, and it said that uh, Rotten Tomatoes explained that it includes the rights to Sony's library, including Jumanji, Hotel Transylvania, and Marvel's Marvel, uh, Sony's Marvel Universe, including Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. uh, what do you guys think about that stuff? It's fucking confusing. It's confusing as shit. Like the idea that I'm so glad you said that, Steve, because I was yeah. thinking of shit. Am I the only one? Because I was trying to read an article about it while he was talking about it. And it's yeah. like, I am a little bit confused. It feels like it doesn't have the splash of these big announcements that they usually no. have because it's a little bit like fine print upon fine print upon fine yeah. print. It's you know? money. So yeah. so you so, know but so basically what it is, so there's something called like a pay one deal. Like there's there's like a in between uh, that some of these content creators have between theatrical and like their like uh, over the top service, like a Disney Plus or you know yeah, whatever. Sure. Sure, so sure. like, and and this in this deal, basically, the Sony has chosen to replace Stars. That's who the deal was with, with Netflix. Is that correct? I'm I'm sorry. Say that one more time. So this deal, the, so I'm trying to like break this down. So the way sure, that yeah, yeah, used yeah, to absolutely. have it was that, you know, in between wherever it would go to a streaming platform or a cable platform that wasn't yeah. pay, like the in between that they always used to use was stars. So like they were using stars yes. and this new yes. deal, Netflix yes. is replacing stars. Yes. So absolutely. it's basically Netflix is like kind of being categorized as a different kind of platform, even though in the end it ends up on disney plus right like a competitive i don't know that's fucking weird yeah it's super weird it's super weird um but i mean the advantage is that eventually you know as as the the marvel universe and and things like that and other things connective tissue in this anything that disney has that they have a, a hand in will be on there eventually so you can watch you know, a story arc between a couple movies. Eventually, it right, just won't right. be quite as quick as it may have been uh, before, which is fine, I guess. And, and we kind of hinted on this on an episode or two ago. Like, basically, and this is because Sony of the majors is like the only one that doesn't have a built-in, you know, yes. uh, over-the-top platform like every other service does. And so, like. Yeah the outlier like the logical choice is netflix because netflix is not a studio that is funneling down to the streamer eventually like that's a everything day and date to the streamer for the most part yeah so you know like universal does that same thing with netflix now so like this isn't like completely weird but what's weird about it is that the deal is in place for the other stuff to go to disney plus eventually when it's being yes. a part of like this the uh streaming platforms yeah because like universal does that now like with a lot of their stuff like it goes to netflix before it goes to like a like a like a what do you call it like a like a like a basic cable package or something like that before they can stream on those kinds of services because yeah. the same thing like universal doesn't have that kind of thing or they didn't before so i've i've read articles in relation to what you're talking about that now universal reportedly is thinking of doing something similar, but bypassing Netflix now and going right to Peacock, mm. because that's their thing. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That... So I mean, that's that's the new thing for them. But then that would yeah. make Sony still the only one that doesn't have, you know, which is crazy that they don't have like a outlet. You know, this is yeah. not worth it. I guess. I mean, this what this means to me is that 
they're getting money and every part of this process. I mean, which 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 you which existed before, right? But there's so many more services that this could, this the movie the money can be funneled through that um it's really pretty amazing. And and what it does is these these the Netflix audience doesn't necessarily cross over with the Disney audience necessarily. And what that could do is Netflix when things hit Netflix, they they get a new life. And then they'll get a, a another life on the next highest tier of like streaming service, just in terms of uh, viewership. That's crazy, right, man! Right, it's going right. from super popular to to popular, right <laughs> below it. Like it's it's, and then it says there's a note at the bottom that says Hulu will have the ability to stream these titles as early as June. So because of the Disney connection. Hulu also gets a piece of it. So it's going through another service. So things can have a, a cycle of popularity that really, you know, remember it took for Austin Powers to come out on DVD, basically, for it to become like the, the hit that it did before. Imagine yeah. if it had three DVD moments. Right. You know, right. it's just yeah. a weird, it's an interesting thing to think about. Like it's, you know. They're just trying to extend it out as far as possible. Yes. And try to get some sort of revenue stream from every piece of theatrical to, mm-hmm. you know, I guess whatever they call it, like streaming. I don't, does it say how long Netflix has it? No, it doesn't say anything so. about okay. the, the time. Um, but it says the deal, oh, the deal that just they just signed with uh, Disney and I guess all the other situations with netflix this whole arrangement of the order is from 2022 to 2026 so it's four four years it's not as much as i would have thought i thought they would have did like a 10-year deal or something like that but Hmm. because things evolve so quickly i mean i guess four years would be kind of enough to figure out if you want to deal with somebody again yeah i feel like I just this always comes up like I, one of my coworkers. I was we always talk about the whole Netflix and streaming wars and everything. And I feel like yeah. I've said this multiple times, but it always feels like Netflix is playing chess and everybody else is just playing checkers. Like the way they the way they stack these deals, and yeah. like it makes sense for Sony to do this with them because they've already got the deal for like Sony Animation, so like all the Sony animated like Spider Verse and everything. Like everything went goes to Netflix anyway. So like now all their stuff goes to Netflix. And yeah. it's just like they make all these monster deals and it seems like everybody else is like always just catching up, man. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. what, do you, what do you think, John? I really don't know. I mean, it's kind of you guys have kind of covered it all. I would just kind of underline what Steve was just saying about the fact that like with Netflix, it is like deal upon deal. It does seem like they are still the place I mean, everybody has some boutique thing, like Amazon will have some big show or some property they announce, or, you know, and on and on. Hulu will have something, but it does kind of seem like this is, you know, more of that kind of Netflix supremacy. And the rest of that, it just sounds to me like they're trying to create a, like you got, you said already, but it's like, maybe if if we think of it as a window, there's like, there's a window for each phase of release, you know, that, that they're trying to maximize that profit for but i mean i saw as recently as um i forget what movie it was it was um i can't i don't know somebody was talking about some new movie it's an oscar contender and they were saying i have 20 just to rent it talking about watching it at home and i almost posted like explaining like no you should actually be comparing that to like a movie ticket yeah and and yeah. And, and comparing the fact that your family's watching it and then comparing that to the cost of taking your family and buying tickets for yes. three or four people like that's what that 20 dollar fee is for we're about to talk about a movie that is released on that schedule it's like this is a theatrical release you're watching at home other movies yes are available for rental immediately and it's like 5.99 or 6.99 that's a different release schedule that's a a different different release style that's a different uh hope for a film or intention for a film from the studio um yeah this just sounds like i mean i'm sure it will all make sense once we see it happening but um i think the main thing is i keep seeing this just kind of this is continuing for me this idea that um there's you know the theatrical experience is is going to try to make a comeback in a big way and one part of that is going to be the these outlets they're going to they're going to remember what they learned about the streaming experience and everything that kind of went straight to uh vod over this last year but they're also going to be like looking at those box office receipts and 
you know, that's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> and in a way, yeah. that's what we all want. I think that those of us who might not be barreling out to see every movie in the theater, or it might be harder to if you've got, you know, for instance, children at home or whatever, it's like, it's attractive to think you wouldn't have to wait too long to see stuff. But yeah, I feel like that wait is just going to become part of the experience again. It's just going to slowly creep back up to the point where, you know, we're, we're, we're no longer seeing like the benefits of, of this this recent period, which again, yeah. it's been, it's been an odd thing to benefit from, but I think we've all commented that we've kind of liked that, you know, that return of at least some sense of seeing event movies, even if we're not getting to go to the theater to see them. Yeah. I feel right. like, I feel like, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. You, te- you mentioned it already, but like the movie that we're talking about today is nobody, the Bob Odenkirk kind of like action uh, thriller. Um, but like the way that Bob Wick, Bob Wick, sure. Um, <laughs> Bob Reacher. The way that the way that Universal has structured that deal, I think, is probably the most attractive to. I mean, obviously, to a consumer, and also to like. It seems like the best in between uh, in terms of like what's best for the consumer who wants options, and what's best for the studio who still wants the movie in theaters to make all it can make, you know, yeah. in however long it can make it. Because that deal is really, I think, really quite genius in the sense that, like, they have the opportunity to put the, a title from, you know, to take it from theatrical and then, you know, it goes out to like a premium video and demand service. And, you know, I think it's 17 days that they have to do it within, but they don't have to do it within that. So, like, they can look at a release and say, hey, Fast 9 is making a shitload of money still. Like, we're going to leave it in theaters for... 30 days for 45 days, whatever it might be. And then, and then put it, it just kind of gives them the flexibility, but it also shortens, still shortens the window for a consumer who may not, like you're saying, go to a movie theater all the time or have the means to, and you know, the movie that they want to see, they can at least rest assured knowing that it's not going to be 90 days anymore. In a yep. best case scenario, it'll be 17, you know, like a movie like, like nobody, or, you know, a, a number of the other releases that they put out with this new deal that they have, um, and those movies continue can continue to make money in theaters too, but now they have a second stream of income uh, on these services, kind of striking while it's hot in some ways. But um, it just seems like the most interesting and most logical. And I don't know, like I can see why theaters and exhibitors would like hate it, but I don't think that's really. I think they're slowly proving that you know giving options is not necessarily going to fully fracture or hurt the theatrical you know box office. You know, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like we talked about with Kong Godzilla, like it doesn't mean that it's going to people aren't going to see it at theaters anymore. If you can have an option to watch it at home, it just may be a little different, you know? Yeah. But, um, we'll see, man. I, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see these. I mean, I think one of the things about innovation is I, I think sometimes, uh, you know, we, we do have our, our I say we have our fingers on the pulse. A little bit you know we we, we kind of see the trends we we've predicted how things are gonna go blah 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 right but still the innovations that have yet to come are ones that we may not be able to predict and some of them are a little weird like sure like right now everybody's like theaters are dead theaters are gonna die and then and then something may come along that may change the viewing experience like i, I think what's gonna happen with um god the two sequels um the 3D that doesn't require glasses. Uh, Avatar. 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 Avatar 2 and you 3 know. and then 4 Avatar. and 5 and then 6 and 7 yeah. and then... <laughs> and then 6 and 7. And then, and then, and then we then, die. And, yeah. And, or yeah. James Cameron <laughs> dies, which it's a race. Yeah. It's a race. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an arms race. It's a game of so, chicken. <laughs> yeah. So, the, you know, it, it, it's funny how a lot of people speak with such certainty about how things are going to go. Until an until an innovation happens, until something happens, like people didn't think that they'd be able to see movies at home the way that they did, and then life changed, and then um, we're seeing movies in the best possible quality that you could see them in. Yeah, yeah, fresh off the movies, yeah. or sometimes the same day. So I don't know, man. I think that I, I'm I, I have ideas about what I think is going to happen, but yeah. something else will happen. <laughs> you know, a twist. So. A, tw- a twist. A twist. Um, 
Yeah, so what, what else is going on? You, uh, you Dave is coming back. Ted, our buddy Ted is coming back. Ted Lasso. Yes. There's one a trailer, punch, a trailer for Ted. Ted Lasso, but uh, Dave, I'm sure they're going to drop some kind of materials to, to get us hyped for that soon, because that's very soon. But yeah, uh, I, I said it to you guys. Every time I think like, oh, a show's ending, and sometimes it'll be a few months between a show and a movie or something you're excited about, and then you're going back and binging something or you're watching some older stuff, but there's that part of you that's like, what am I going to be excited about? Yeah, there's just yeah. this constant cycle of stuff I love. I mean, I guess that's one of the advantages to the three of us being the type of person who likes to like stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. and who likes to keep our finger on the pulse to some extent because there's always something new coming that I, that I think is about as good as anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right now, I think Dave and Ted Lasso are two things from last year for me that were about as good as anything I can think of. Yeah, so them sure. coming back is like, I mean, I'm so, I'm so excited, but I'm also particularly excited for the kind of uh, feelings. Like those shows are sort of... Dave can get pretty intense in some ways, but it's still kind of a feel-good show. And Ted Lasso yeah. is sort of, by definition, a feel-good show. Yeah. Um, even if the trailer for that, the little hints of seriousness that you see, even on the trailer, they get you all tingly because you're like, what's going to happen on Ted Lasso? You know they're going to tighten the screws. But I yeah. have a feeling they know what the... They, they seem to know what the gag is at this point. They seem to know that what we're going to the show for is a certain kind of, uh, I don't know, sweetness, if not yeah, like... definitely. Not saccharine, not corny, but sweet. Yeah. yeah man. That's pretty damn exciting. Yeah. Um you know, speaking of Apple things, I'm I I kinda undersold this. I'm slightly obsessed with Mystic Quest. The, oh. the, oh, it's com- a, it's the a, other it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Look, I and, and I feel like people aren't talking about it enough because Ted Lasso. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like hearts, anybody's right? talking about it at all. But I mean, like Nobody's even before Ted Lasso it. came out, it was just sitting there, and I feel like we didn't even talk about it. But yeah, it's it really deserves uh, I, to be to be uh, given some of that same kind of like Ted Lasso, uh, Schitt's Creek kind of respect of like this is a comedy show yeah. with a great cast oh. that's, that's doing some pretty interesting things. Yeah, they just put out an Earth Day special that came out um, on what? Apple TV last Friday. Was it last, last Friday? Friday? Yeah. So funny, man. Even even the little get you get you a little every bit? every episode does. Like, me. <laughs> like even their special episode that they did during the lockdown, oh, like the quarantine episode. So good. That episode was amazing. And the show yeah, itself, like the first season was I, f- I thought it was hilarious. Like I thought yeah. that Why show have we was not hilarious. mentioned it once? This is so strange. That we've all watched we, it. We've definitely we've definitely talked about it on the show before. I like we know. haven't not we haven't, as much. We, not as much as we that, should. That's that's true. Not as much as we should, but we have definitely talked about it before. Yeah, uh, but I don't I don't think anywhere near to the level of like Dave or Ted no. Lasso. But it is like the under the radar show. But that's the thing that Ted Lasso is doing. Like that's the Ted Lasso effect for shows like that. Yeah, that it really is like I think that is the show that's kind of like the gateway for a lot of people to like jumping into Apple TV plus and like, you know, trying it or, you know, that maybe they weren't using their memberships before or whatever. But yeah. uh, like for those all the free accounts they've given out. But like, yeah, it's definitely like a gateway that that show has been a gateway to shows like Mythic Quest. Hopefully people find it. It's kind of, you know, it, it comes off a little as like a niche show, like the the title and everything I think could deter some people from watching it. But uh yeah rab rob mcelhaney is just yeah i i love him i love you know obviously it's, it's always sunny is like a favorite uh so you know it's cool that you know he's got one of the longest running sitcoms on fx and now he's got like a really great show on apple tv plus too and i hope that show keeps going too yeah rickety crickets on there oh my god yes he's so funny <laughs> so man. good well you know he's he's long been one of the creative guy like outside of the core group yeah. that created it's always sunny he's been one of the the most frequent writers and you know like you'll see him his name popping up at, at least until very recently he was still popping up as a writer on episodes so that guy and i don't know if you remember that reality <clears throat> show joe schmo yeah yeah he kind of satire do you remember hutch yeah, that was Rickety Cricket. Yeah. You know, right. the guy with the—he was like the whoa, whoa guy who was part of the, the fake reality show. That was a good show. That was a—that was one of those experiments that was like when reality show was new and they were doing stuff that was like everything was a new spin on it. And that that idea of someone who thought they were on a real reality show oh, but they weren't—that was a pretty funny harsh, concept. It was harsh, but there were some pretty funny actors on there. I mean, I yeah, remember yeah. liking that guy who played Hutch. Like that guy's i could tell he was funny, and he wasn't yeah. really that guy. You know. Anyway. Rickety Cricket. What a, what a, what a sad life. <laughs> what a sad life. <laughs> oh, my God. 
But it is funny, like, it, it does feel like even just mentioning those three shows, like season two of that's coming out soon, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like you got these three great, like genuinely great comedy series, you know, on Apple TV and FX that just have a lot of heart, are so much heart and so funny and and kind of edgy at different times and, you know, different approaches to different topics. But like and they couldn't and in some ways they couldn't be more different than from one another. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. I, I love that. There's like a great variety there. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely pumped for that to come back out for sure. Me too, man. Any what other news? What else is going on? Um, uh, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think there's any massive news things for me that I wanted to make sure I brought up. Um, we should tease. We'll probably talk about the Shang Chi trailer uh, on Marvel Schmarvel this weekend. Yeah, I was gonna ask about bringing that up, but I thought we probably. I wouldn't. mean, we should we should all give like maybe maybe uh, just general like two two word thoughts. I want to, I, I you know, I thought it kicked ass. I, I can't wait for that. But yeah, maybe we'll go into some extended thoughts about what it all means on Saturday. That's a tease. Two words. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. Very excited. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Kicked ass. Very excited. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, um, and Marvel Schmarvel. Those should be the other two Marvel words. Marvel Schmarvel. Yeah, that's it. Check it out Saturday. Yeah, be excited about that. And watch it, please. Yeah, it'll be our last one for a little bit, so it'll be nice yeah. to kind of maybe wrap up with some Marvel news. I feel, I feel like they they're so tactical with when they roll stuff out. Like everything's yeah. an announcement. Everything's vague yeah. and not announced until it's announced, and then when it's officially announced, it's like now now they'll talk about it. Now they can talk about you know anything. Suddenly, the questions are more tangible and less abstract. Yeah. But, um, I guess do we want to finish? The, I mean, do, are we going to go out with the big review of, of Nobody? I think we, we should. Because okay, I, I think I, to, I have a spoilery question I want to ask you guys at the end. I feel like so that makes sense to do okay. that as the last. I, I just wanted to mention uh, another show that I I started watching this week, and I know we talked about it a little bit on the thread, but uh, on HBO, and if you have HBO Max, obviously it's available on all the services. Um, but it's the new Kate Winslet uh, kind of mystery thriller on uh, the service called Mayor of East Town. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Guy Pierce is in it. Uh, Gene Smart, just a really great cast. Um, but you know, Kate Winslet's like one of the greatest in, of ever for me. Yeah. Like I think she's just like Hands never. Down. Like there's really very little competition in the conversation for me with her. Um, but it's just like a really cool series. It looks like the tra- the trailer is great. But I mean, there's only been one episode so far. We were hoping to get access to some additional episodes to talk a little more about it. But um, it looks like we're going to just be watching it as it comes out week over week. But you know, in some ways, like Ronald was saying, like, you know, I don't know how many more. What did you say? I don't know how many more of these like missing teen shows I can watch or something like that. Yeah. So many missing <laughs> teen shows. It's true. Even like with Freeform, I think they have a show coming out called Cruel Summer. Like that. There's a lot of those happening right of course. now. <clears throat> but but Mayor of Easttown seems like something really special. I mean, obviously, HBO, anytime it's coming from them, you know, it's like a high there's a high level of quality. But I just think that like the part, the people involved and, and the premiere episode, I thought was just pretty incredible. Um, and Craig Zobel, I think is pretty I'm pretty sure he's done the whole season uh, of the show as a director, which um, if you haven't checked out his film compliance, I'd really recommend that. Uh, but I don't know. She's just amazing. And, you know, I, I'm a sucker for like a good mystery. Like I, it's one of my favorite, especially as a series. Um, so to have Kate Winslet, Guy Pierce, who I also love in a show like this, um, it just seems like there's a lot of layers, to these characters. And even in one episode, getting to spend a lot of time um, with with the leads before you even see what the crime is is a really cool approach to the show. And it kind of immediately springs you into like wanting to see more of it. And that's the only piece where you get to be like, oh, man, I kind of wish I could binge this thing. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely just wanted to mention it. I mean, I'm sure some people have heard of it. If you guys haven't checked it out, I would I would hope you guys would uh, check it out. Maybe we can talk about it once some more def- episodes def- come def- out. Um, I saw the trailer on- and I thought it looked really, I mean, everything you're saying, like yeah. the question of do I need to watch another one of these? But they always bring in such a caliber of acting. And, you know, we've exactly. talked about HBO's kind of level of quality that they bring as well in terms of just how well shot everything is so yeah it looked interesting to me even if it even if it does seem like oh this seems kind of grim but yeah great acting will always pull me in and then once you once you dig into the characters those shows often have a lot more a lot more going for them than just the grim stuff so yeah absolutely and that's kind of what i was getting at like with how much you get to see and hear before you even get to anything having to do with the crime 
in this first episode. And, and interesting, I think it takes place somewhere in central Pennsylvania. So it's like Kate Winslet doing like a Pennsylvania accent, slightly bordering on. You get a little bit of a Maryland accent in there. Going to Wawa. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's be it'll be fun to see how long it takes before the uh, her accent <laughs> starts to bleed through that. But because Aaron was watching it with me, and she was like, "Is this does this take place in Baltimore or Maryland?" And I was like, "No, it's like somewhere in central or southern Pennsylvania." Um, and she's like, "Oh wow, she sounds like she's got a Baltimore accent." I don't know, but. I de- that's definitely worth checking out, and yeah, yeah. I definitely want to talk about it more once we have more to watch. But yeah, yeah Mayor especially Town, Sunday night story to talk about. Yeah, we'll Sunday nights in. on HBO. We'll make it's Ronald exciting, watch man. it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Come on, Ronald, it's murder. You've got to watch it's it. So many murder kid shows. <laughs> it's too man. much murder. I mean, I love murder. Don't get me wrong. Murder is one of the best uh, sources of entertainment yeah. that we have. But uh, but um. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I I pick and choose, and for me, it's like it's got to be either like the really grounded or the really crazy, you know, like the, the yeah, kind of general yeah. grim. I'm not as interested in at this point. I want some high concept, or I want some like human stories, you know. And yeah, um, this looks like a human story, which which I'm I'm, I'm definitely up for. But I'm with you, Steve. Like, wait a couple weeks, and I can watch them. I won't have that feeling at the end of an episode that That's HBO true. can do to you, where you're like, ah, I know, yeah. I know, <laughs> bastards. Can't wait, can't wait to see it. Because I've been wanting to see something where everything isn't quite obvious. You know, I, I like when things would, start yeah. to unfold in ways that I'm not expecting. I hope that's the case. Yeah. It does seem to be like that kind of thing. And also, just like I, I just really want to see more Kate Winslet. I don't feel like I haven't seen yeah. a lot of her recently. And I know she had that movie earlier this year, uh, Ammonite, which I didn't see. But it also didn't seem like anything like up my interest. You know, like yeah. I, I didn't. It didn't seem super interesting to me. But uh, her as like a detective in a crime mystery thriller is like, yeah, yeah, I, I want that. I want right. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. Cool. cool. Uh, so, yeah, so let's uh, go ahead. Somebody jump us into the, the feature. Let's jump into this. John, right. I'll let you uh, kick it off. Man. Nobody was directed or is directed, was directed by Ilya Neischuller and is written by Derek Kolstad, who is the creator, I believe, of the John Wick series. Yep. So I don't know if it originated with Derek, uh, but it, it, it definitely getting him to write this uh, was, was a pretty smart idea because, I mean, it, it fits right into that. We were joking earlier about it being kind of a John Wick-esque movie. I think my general thought would be, I really enjoyed this. My family was sitting there squirming and cheering and like just yeah. really enjoying it. You can really get into this movie. It's fast. It's it's funny. The pretty much acted to a T, like wall to wall. It's really really good or very enjoyable performances. It's very fun. I think the 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 John Walker Personal Cinema Score rating, if it were off just a little <laughs> bit, this is only because in my mind I th- I had talked myself into believing that it would be oh. Uh, because it's Bob Odenkirk, they're going to bring a um, like a more grounded quality to one of these modern action movies. But instead, what they did was say, "Let's take Bob Odenkirk and mm. put him in the most amped up shit that any actor has done this year, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and le- yeah. let's have fun with it." And I really, st- I was like, "Oh, this is much more like." Uh, I mean, we've talked a lot about these movies that kind of embrace being B movies recently, and this feels like a movie that, right from the start, you can just tell it's a pulpier tone. It's not the. I mean, I'm such. I talk about Better Call Saul too much on this show, but it's not that. Bob Odenkirk is definitely bringing the gravitas that he's picked up with that performance, and he's it, like that. That baggage, you feel it. Even certain sequences are edited; they make you feel like that kind of daily grind the way they'll depict that on one of those shows so it does feel like some as a producer he brought some of that aesthetic or some of that bob odenkirk vibe that we think of but once this movie kicks in it doesn't matter if he's hangdog and beaten down and kind of funny it's about kicking ass and setting up traps and you know taking on an army of russian goons in a warehouse with weapons galore it's it's uh, it's over the top and yeah um a a lot of fun what did you guys think i loved it i love action i like close action i like that it wasn't just guns and it was a lot of close combat. Um, I think sometimes when I when um, I, I'm I, I see movies like this, I get so overwhelmed with the idea of like. This feels like I, I, there's something that's kind of happening with cinema where the combat is a lot more vicious than it used to be. Like it's a lot more like almost like martial arts. 
if it were to be like if i were to compare it to something um and i i do like to flip on the idea that like i hope this doesn't spoil i don't want to spoil anything i like to flip on the idea that of of kind of the the down in the dumps guy that that stands up for himself it's presented like that at first but then when you find out what it truly is it is a little more interesting than in that way uh, what if what if the conflict was that the person didn't want to necessarily he had the ability to kick ass he just didn't want to because he didn't want to attach himself to these old ideas he wanted right. to get himself out of the game that that flip on that idea to me is so much better than a, a guy that gets his ass kicked and is like, you know what? I'm going to stand up for myself and beat everybody up. Cause that's not quite as realistic as the idea as a sleeper. cell. you know, like somebody just, well, just kind of sitting around. Th- yeah. The, you picked on the wrong guy thing can take a lot yeah. of forms. This is a yeah. much cooler version than what you said. The kind of loser figures out how to fight back. Movie. Yeah, this is a, yeah. this guy, yeah, this character is different, a little bit different from any of the things we've seen before. He's not even John Wick, even though he's got this. This world has shades of John Wick because there's kind of a world within the world and a little bit of a mythology to it, and there's a little bit of a background. And you could easily see them spinning this character into a sequel because he's even got kind of a code name and a, and a setup. And we get his thing. I don't know. His life is set up to be like he could go off on a mission, and it could be you know a, a similar kind of story. It's not about a guy getting his mojo back or his groove back. It's just about like you said, Ronald, the guy who's like activated and then just won't take. Yeah. Just isn't gonna like he gets him. Well, there's a situation that needs dealing with. I mean, that's really what it's more about. It's really not about like can this nerd uh, uh, fight back. It's more like you know who is this man really that's yeah. kind of the, yeah. the story who, who is this guy who are we watching yeah yeah it was fun man I, I i thought it was so damn fun yeah um some surprises in it man christopher lloyd yeah oh gosh such, he's better so, he's better in this than he's been in mostly anything i've seen him in recently yeah like yeah long time recently yeah like actually like having fun it looks like but yeah i kind of i kind of like good. who rizza <clears throat> oh yeah 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 um yeah I, I, I feel i feel like what so I'm trying to think what to say here without um <laughs> like so when aaron and i were talking about this like it was like you 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 do start to think about like who is this guy like he's like activated in some way or whatever but it also just really does seem like a series like a series of unfortunate events that just like yes. kind of the dominoes are falling and like each thing is like like stepping him closer and closer to being activated or whatever you want to say mm-hmm. so i mean i think that re- works really well in the movie and like i think that the way beyond just like kind of playing against who most people see bob odenkirk as whether it's you know from some saul or any of this other stuff he's done it's never been something like this and i think that you know kind of playing against that when you see him in the beginning of the movie it really kind of like doubles down on that and like the monotony of his life and like the quick edits and like i, I like how it really sells how normal this guy and boring this guy is um until a certain thing happens and that's kind of very better call Saul to me those quick cuts did. showing yeah. his life yeah. like that's the kind of earlier. montage they do yeah. all the time but it was such a, it was a great way to make me feel like oh i'm watching a familiar bob odenkirk character you know and it was it was kind of setting me up for the <laughs> right right exactly like it <laughs> kind of completely if you didn't already know the Saul stuff like you know or you know it just yeah it just completely you're kind of droning out a little bit like oh man like if i didn't know exactly who this guy was or what this movie was about it's like what a boring existence, you know? And it's like mm-hmm. something crazy happens and then, you know, we're off to the races. But I think like, you know, for a movie, that's like barely an hour and a half ish. Like it just moves like lightning speed, even at a short yes. clip like that. Um, and o- almost to like, you know, I think, it, you know, the whole villain of it all is probably the biggest criticism that any movie like this really gets. But I mean, I feel like that is the only piece I can really think of that I would probably wish that there was more there maybe i don't need that i guess i really i kind of talk myself in and out of it um you're hinting you know. you're hinting at my my spoilery question that i'll have in a few minutes oh, for you okay. guys so. okay but it's like this idea i i would say and a non, maybe this is non-spoilery i guess it is there's lots of cool fights don't worry folks but i would say that if there was one thing that was kind of missing it would be and maybe even to help that villain character you're talking about i think they should have had a hand-to-hand fight 
I think he and the villain should because yes. they, they showed us that the villain could could tango. You know, yes. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was thinking, oh, we've seen how brutal both these guys are. I can't wait to see them face off. But by the time they're facing off, it's more like a military operation. It's more of like war, you know, yeah. uh, and less like fighting. But uh, I was I was looking forward to seeing that guy face off with him in a more in a more you know uh, unarmed yeah, <laughs> kind of way. Yeah. And I think if that had so. happened and we'd gotten like an epic five minute fight or something, I think that kind of lack of character maybe that you're hinting at, Steve. I think it would have been ameliorated a little bit because we would have had this like iconic like. You know, uh, gouging each other's eyes out, kind of, kind of fight. Because I agree, <laughs> right. he is a little bit like he's just there to. He's uh, this is a placeholder kind of villain. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh yeah, the director that you mentioned, um, Ilya Neshaler. 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 Um, I don't know. I'm just making that up. But Neshaler is what I said. The other, the other thing most people would know him from is Hardcore Henry, which is you know kind of like a wild oh, action. Yeah, first person thing, which is just like, yeah, adrenaline, turn it all the way up, Um, which I actually quite like. But I mean, like this. So this this is his somber mood piece. Right. (laughs) This is him dialing it back a little bit. Yeah, really, compared to that. But there's a couple of really cool scenes, sequences in it that definitely call back to that movie, Um, specifically this shot when he like throws Riza the gun. That's a pretty fucking cool scene, um, or a shot, you know, with the gun. When he did, you recognize it. that it was him when it was just the voice on the radio? Did you know yeah. it was him? See, I didn't yeah. know he was in the movie, so I was doing that. Who's I saw that? his name Who's... in the okay. credits at the top. See, I didn't notice yeah. it, so I was and then like really in placing it. Yeah, but you know that feeling when you're like, I know who that is. I know who that is, and so it really yeah. takes you out of it yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just looked. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's definitely. <sighs> I thought that. It... I thought I'd have a, a ton more to say about it. Like I thought I'd be like, "Well, this bothered me," and this, but I, I, I enjoyed it so much that I just, and that's that's totally fine. Like that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I mean, it's yeah, like it's just it's just quick. It's fun. Yeah, it's it has some funny moments. Some of the action is awesome, mm-hmm. and really, like, really, it's you, you. The biggest thing is is Odenkirk. You know, I feel like he's just he's fucking awesome in it yeah man you know like if you're a fan of his it's just like wow like they really he really did something fun with this movie and like just a whole new kind of thing for him well he said Um, he pictured his like comedy friends and people he's been with in his career people he's friends with for a long time he mentioned specifically like jeff garland and conan o'brien and people like that that he thinks of as like his best friends or people just in the industry that have admired his career he said he pictured how fun it would be for those friends to see him actually pull off an action, to like not do an action comedy, not be the funny guy in an action movie, but to actually kick ass. And he said that that idea of how much his friends would think it was cool really motivated him to not screw it up. And I, I just really thought of that as a, because I have that intended audience in my head. And I definitely have people, when I'm doing some kind of project, there's people who I'm like, oh man, so-and-so, if I do this right, they, they're they going to think that, you know, you may not ever know if that's true, but it is right. kind of a funny motivator. And I guess I can understand how as an actor in a case like this, if you did make something and it came out a little weak sauce, it would be like extra embarrassing around your oh, yeah. comedy friends yeah. who would be like, why did you stick your neck out? Why did you treat... You've already run the <laughs> risk of being a fool by by being the focus of a drama, you know, and you turned out to do well <laughs> at that. So it's yeah. like, now you're going to turn around and make an action movie? Why'd you have to do that? But it's just like, yeah, Bob Odenkirk, I, I mean, I, I can think maybe somebody's encountered him personally and he was rude to them or something and they wouldn't like him, but otherwise, I don't know why people people wouldn't like Bob Odenkirk. He is such a fine actor. He's so funny. He's, he brings so much humanity. He's not afraid to kind of like efface himself for a role. I mean, he plays yeah, those yeah. he plays those beaten down moments as well as anyone. But what's fun about this movie is the beaten down is almost like part of the... Oh, oh, I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting myself psyched up, you know, like that whole middle sequence. I mean, we all know the sequence that is the star of this movie, the the, yeah. the bus. I'll just say that. Um, it's, a, it's an incredible, and it's got an arc to it. There's a whole... You might see in the trailer, oh, he's going to mess these guys up, but it's more than just that. And it, it reveals so much character. Like you've said, both of you have said, this guy is like a trap door of surprises when you start to see what he's capable of and what he'll actually do. Um, yeah, maybe a sociopath. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like I was watching that sequence and even the rest of the movie, Like, but that one specifically, that's like the big hand-to-hand fight yeah, sequence that's it. that we get. And like I kept thinking, like what you were just saying, like the more he gets beat up, like when he takes this impact, 
like whatever in him is like being unlatched or like opened up like it may <laughs> i don't know why i drew this comparison but it made me think of t'challa's uh suit in black panther like when when <laughs> when Sturry's like selling it to him about yeah. like you know you can get hit but then like it will give off that much more yeah yeah like it's almost like he's like taking it he's like he yeah. to power get, and then he's like yeah. wanting to get his ass kicked so it'd be like it's okay for me to kick your ass now because you just like kicked my ass so bad uh but, if we uh, find out in part two that he's part of some government program and he actually does do that, I won't even complain. <laughs> you know, oh my God. that's that's the kind of guy that he is. I um, hope they do make. I hope they have an opportunity to make a little more because they definitely, you know, kind of okay. Well, it up a little sixteen million dollar budget already made thirty four point nine million. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. I mean, that's a success that's, for this kind of movie, right? That, I mean, this that, is, that that is a success. Yes, and I'd be curious wow. what the the video. It's like a Bloomhouse action movie. Like. You know, it's yeah. like a safe yeah. bet. Yep. And also, I think people, again, I don't doubt that that Bob Odenkirk is part of this. I saw so many people that were psyched about this movie that were just like, it's a, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a Venn diagram of people who like kind of action and then people who are fans of Bob Odenkirk. But I saw lots of people who were just Odenkirk fans saying, oh, I can't wait to see this. I think we like yeah. to see our favorite actors kick a little ass sometimes. The Definitely. first time Liam Neeson did it, we thought it was great, you know. First three or four times he did it, we thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Then the twentieth time. Yeah, he's a man with a a very familiar set of skills. (laughs) But I don't know. I think I got me to thinking like, who else could do this? I think most of our favorite comedic actors that are really good could could do this kind of thing. Because we've mentioned this before, comedians tend to handle almost all other forms of... A really good comedian can handle almost all other forms of acting pretty well. It's just a question mm-hmm. of, do you have the physicality? And I think right. that Bob Odenkirk has a certain athleticism and a precision to his movements that just plays into this kind of character. He doesn't look like a middle-aged man trying to look like a badass. Like, it's actually... I mean, again, in movie language, it's credible. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not grounded. It's not believable. But he, he, he sells it. Um, he does. I kind of wanted his wife and kid to have a little bit more to do. Like that's Me one too, area man. where I thought the movie again. There's a sort of a there's a sort of a different act, final act that we didn't get. That might be what you're talking about, Steve, with the villain not really being yeah. a major character. I thought maybe the, the the climax would be much more of an at home kind of personal fight, but it was much more like a you know a staged battle, uh, which is fine. But uh, that would be something I would think a sequel might do would be to like play off of that idea of the son. He plays a role in this movie that's interesting, and there's even a conversation had later in the movie that makes you think maybe the son's gonna have more to do and then i think connie nielsen is you know she's a badass it was a little bit of a shame she didn't get a chance to kick anybody's ass or or do more than just kind of say like what's going on it was that kind of (laughs) wife role i mean sadly enough it's that kind of stereotypical wife role that's got just a little bit of extra oomph because their relationship is played kind of seriously for all the crazy action it seems like a pretty normal (laughs) home life for them so yeah but uh What right, was well, your, you said you had a question. Okay, uh, well, so are we just doing that? We're kind of at the end. If people, you know, people know the drill, come back next week. If you haven't seen yeah. this or you don't want to hear a sort of spoilery, this is really not that spoilery, if, unless, uh, but it's a question I have for you guys, which is just that he basically starts this, right? Yes. Okay. I just want <laughs> that's all I really needed to say is that like I spent I spent I spent a few scenes trying to figure out if there was some connection between the guys who got on the bus and the the couple but I was like no there really was no couple he tracked them down the tattoo huh? everything was all about tracking yeah. them down yep. and then when those guys got on the bus and he cracked that little smile it was just him going like oh these guys these guys look like some douchebags I can beat up Right, yeah. basically, right. I mean, that it wasn't yeah. like, oh, these people are actually connected to anything. I just, I'm, I wondered if I missed some little detail, but I love that. That was something that really was sticking with me, which is like, at the end of this movie, he basically is like, he just started something with some guys and then killed them all. <laughs> and then yeah, it's, almost, it's almost like he like inadvertently like couldn't not like like he couldn't like suppress whatever you know was being right. repressed all these years. Like when the when the burglary happens at the home. You know, and, you know, he's kind of questioned and like, you know, he's kind of like everybody's looking down on him about it. And then the moment that his like daughter, who is like, you know, the most important, like who he loves probably the most, it seems like the moment that her like charm bracelet or watch or whatever that thing was that's missing. Like, that's the that's the piece that broke him is like, yeah all right, this is on now. Like, I'm I'm leaving the house. I'm I'm (laughs) I'm finding a tattoo. And then I'm realizing that these people are. You know, they're, robbing me because their child, you know, they're trying to feed their kid. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Is like, you know, on a nebulizer or whatever. Like it just, 
And then he, but, yeah, and then he just fucking just goes off on this crew on the bus. But like, it's like he's using yeah. the fact that they're picking on the woman as an excuse. Yeah. Like you kind of feel like yeah. he wants to act like he's saving her, and he kind of is. But he's also yeah creating a whole whole different situation. But I love the way that whole thing was staged. Him him taking the woman's phone and giving it back. Him getting thrown out the window and coming back in. All that stuff. <laughs> giving the guy That's the tracheotomy. So oh man, I mean, I said Jesus Christ like twenty times watching that. Movie. Yeah, I know, I know, man. It was a really great scene. Really great. The scene. fact that he. He wasn't punching like the regular way and just kind of hammering his fist mm-hmm. at a couple times. No, I, that makes that makes so much sense though. Because, it does. Like, if you think about like his physical stature, like, and these guys are like yeah. bigger yeah. than him. Like, I, you know, when you watch some of this fight choreography behind the scenes stuff, like these guys talk, like even on the John Wick thing, like when they get into that stuff, like that because that's a part of like how they choreograph these fighting sequences. Like, like you're saying, like what makes sense for like me against you yeah not like yes. it's not me like punching you right 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 it's me like like trying to chop you down basically <laughs> yeah yeah that's really cool man because it made sense like i i don't know man i've i've seen a couple scuffles of my life and i i this sounds weird man besides the shooting None of these confrontations look like something that I hadn't seen before in my life. Like, I don't, you know, you see a drunken fight where somebody's just like trying to fight a couple people. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people just assume because somebody's small or looks a very particular way that they can't fight. Right. And that's, that's just not true. Yeah. It's a good point that you brought up because, like, it is, it is a little more unique, like, kind of how he approaches the fighting. Like, he doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's like just like a standard fighting style. Like he's got like a an approach that now, works for him. No, can he beat? Can anyone beat eight people up at the same time? No, probably not. Because right. they're not going to come at you like, all right, they're, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're going yeah. to wait their turn to get their ass. <laughs> Well, the, the best fight choreography, they, they always do a good job of making it seem like he did kick that guy. He did yeah. push that guy back. But it's still there's still a little bit of like, all right, everybody, yeah. take turns. You know, there's a little yeah, bit of yeah. But, a but yeah, bit. They, they make they sell it with the the shots that they choose to show you. But if yeah, if you were especially to be watching like an aerial shot the whole time, you'd be able to pick those moments where it's like those two guys are just like sitting there. But I like <laughs> how once like, this goes on, those guys they're sort of like Jesus Christ, <laughs> like they, like yeah, they, they yeah, learn yeah. to fear him over the course of the of, of the that fight. One fight. Yeah, and he does mess them up. I mean, the, you guys does, told me man. before I saw it that it's gory. It, it's a pretty gory movie, but yeah, uh, yeah. That's part of the uh, fun, though, I guess. They just show you that extra little bit you didn't expect yeah. to see. Which, yeah, again, man. might be part of the concept. I mean, if you were to talk to them about what they were doing that was original or was different, they might say, yeah, they wanted to make something, like, crazy, you know, that was, like, a little yeah. bit a little bit yeah. cathartic because of how crazy it could go. And also, it kept it so simple. Like, that opening yeah. sequence with him sitting there in the interrogation room, you feel like, oh, we're about to get like an extensive wraparound, but all that stuff is played so simply, and beats don't get repeated that much. Yeah, um, I I yeah. do feel like him at him as a producer having like a knowledge of comedy, but also just the kind of storytelling they've been doing for years on those uh, Vince Gilligan, uh, uh, Peter Gould shows. It's like I I feel like his produ- his producer's hand might have been. A little bit of why this movie moves at such a clip and doesn't 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 sit there. I mean, obviously, yeah. this director is do- known for doing that kind of adrenalized stuff, but it just seems like everybody was invested in making it, you know, as much bang for your buck, as much interest as you can get. Yeah. And it's do- by the time you're nitpicking it, it's over. <laughs> by the time you're starting to like find little little, yeah, you things. don't even have a chance to really yeah. yeah to do that. That's that's a good point. Uh, yeah, man, it's good stuff. We. I'm- Super, super glad that it was as good as I hoped it was going to be. I, yeah. That I heard it was because uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's, yeah, you can see that in theaters if you're yes. comfortable doing so, or you can watch it from the safety and comfort of your own home. And don't think of it as a twenty dollars rental. Think of it as the household gets to have movie tickets uh, for twenty dollars uh, because yeah. yeah, it's not even though it's it's hard to get your head around it. It is crazy that. I mean, that is one thing that's crazy about right now, but I think people just have to accept that certain movies are going to cost more because the, you want to see them more, and the studio <laughs> knows it. So, Yeah, you're, and you're seeing, a, you're seeing a movie that is si- a spo- a spontaneously, simultaneously being shown in a movie theater. Right. What people do not understand, and that's, it's a very hard thing to describe to people, is that when you're watching something on Netflix... That is a movie that's that's like a, a major release. 
it's been out for quite some time. It's not going from, it's not premiering in the movie theater and Netflix at the same time. This movie's been out for quite some time before it hits Netflix, unless it's one of the Netflix branded originals or TV shows or something like that, which is a very hard concept. I've, I've tried my best to explain it to some of my friends and they just, they're just like, no, everything should be free. I don't understand why I have to pay for anything because I don't value movies. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's it's so strange. And you would yeah, and you'll never sell the idea of like a Pivod movie to that person. Right. No. You no. know, it's just that's it's 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 a commodity. Like it's 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 a $10, 12, $15 a month and I just want the rest of it. Yes. Like, you know, but or you could just, you know, if you don't want to spend 20 now, you could probably wait a few weeks and it'll drop in price, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, if you want to Absolutely. wait a little longer, you could pick the tier you want to be on. If you want to get in on the the second tier, like we just did, yeah. you can watch it for twenty bucks, or you could wait it out and uh, you know save yourself some money if you if you aren't ready to do that. But wherever you enter the the level here, you just uh, try to check out Nobody because it was pretty good. Please, there's a caveat to that. If you wait, do not come to me in six months to talk to me about this film. Don't don't do it. I don't want to hear. It. You've missed the window. You're like man, you know what was crazy? Ronald, hey, just, guy... just send them the link. If them, if someone tries that, just yeah. send them the link to this episode. Say, see this episode, okay, please. My thoughts here. I'm, I've already. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've given my press release about this movie. <clears throat> yeah. I, I would love wanna... to just watch you in that interaction, Ronald. Like somebody's so pumped up to talk to you about a movie because they finally saw a movie, and you're yeah, like, I'm like Dude. looking down on my phone, and they go, like, Whoop. they get a text. They're like, what's this? I'm like, this is a link. To the conversation that you should have had six months ago. Like, get the hell out of my face. Security! Get this guy out of here. You got I don't know why I have security. Everywhere at, you at, at, at this point, I'm working as a security guard. So it's me. John, get this fool out of here. Right. And John is I'm like, <laughs> got his arms behind his back. No, John's, yeah. John's going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's by that point adopted the, the, the nobody style. I've taken of off my watch and slipped it onto my other hand. <clears throat> he, is, he is Hutch 2.0. He is. <laughs> when he punches, oh, it's his, another Hutch. Uh, Hutch, yeah, yeah. So Hutch, Hutch is so it was good, Hutch man. on Joe Schmo, and it's it's Hutch on uh, nobody. It is another Hutch. Go. What if that's where he got it from? No, <laughs> no. I'm making Maybe sure not. that I probably am not. right about Hutch on Joe Schmo because that's that's the important part. <laughs> I think right? you're right though, because because that's the commercial where the guy was like, "What is going on?" Yes, yeah, Steve the Hutch like, Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? That was like the big character type, the asshole. <laughs> no, you're right. It was the what is going on? <laughs> it was, and the crazy part was like that. That moment hadn't happened, and they showed that trailer yeah. for the entire season. <laughs> I was like, man, I have to see this. He seems thoroughly confused. Yeah, that poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy. But that was when Poor you watched guy. a reality show going like, oh, what's that guy going to do when he finds yes. it? You know, now it all seems so, okay, water under the bridge. We've seen too much. <laughs> yeah. You can't unring the bell, man. You Once you see a crazy fight at brunch over something that somebody said on Twitter on yeah. a Housewives, yeah. you've seen it all, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we should change the name of this show to like what uh, the movie loving husbands of the Delmarva area or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but there's a, there's a, there's a, we can work on it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Escapist, escapist husbands of the Baltimore area. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> really enticing. You really killed it. You were really like, people are going to die to watch people, that show. You can't wait to watch wait. this. What? Of the Baltimore area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't In say brackets? of Baltimore, but it's not true. It's, you know, you're not really interested. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That's so funny. All right. Well, guys, I got nothing else. I'm drained. Yeah. Yeah. Too, okay. Man. Cool, man. Yeah, so nobody is out on Peabody, or you can check it out in theaters if you uh, want to check it out. It's out on Peabody. Peabody. Nobody on Peabody. Aaron found her uh, Netflix card. Movie you know Netflix the thing's card? coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Who's Mr. Commodity right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are shares now? Movie pass. Point two Movie cents. pass. Oh god, man! Remember Movie Pass? What a great uh, oh, man! It's supposed to be coming back. Did you hear that? <laughs> what does that even mean? I yeah. don't even know, man. I'm sure. 
<laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm glad we got to talk about this movie. Man. You know what? Just... They they would have been able. They would have their model would have worked great for them for the last year. Yeah. It would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then no man. People are still going to the movies, though. No, but it would be like that. Finally, like, finally, they'd be able to catch their breath. It's like, okay, now nah, people are still going <laughs> to the movies. Just taking some subscriptions now. Okay, this is cool. Oh my if you, god! If you talk to my friends, man, you wouldn't know that COVID existed. If you if you look at, I yeah, I agree. You, you I, I wouldn't know. I know, know what you're I know, saying. I know some folks like that. I know too. what you're it, saying for sure. But like, theaters are at twenty five percent, forty percent. Like, yeah. can you see a, a, an exhibitor? being okay with like movie pass existing still like <laughs> heads would explode right exactly right but yeah anyway um <sighs> cool cool that was a good ending to the show as always it you made our day kind of spiraled out there a little bit it's good yeah. uh i, I kind of do want a netflix card now so i'm gonna just yeah, go ahead I and know. make myself yeah. a netflix card you know what i want because i was thinking red. about this the other day since we're on this Remember Flickster? Yeah. Yeah. I want, fl- I want a Flickster card or like a Flickster t-shirt. Surely they made hats or something, you know, hoodies. What happened to Flickster? eBay Flickster. it up, John. Everybody sure instantly was so opposed to it. It was just like, it was just one of those things where you do it and it's like, no, we're not going to accept that. Because the idea yeah. was what? They were going to they were gonna turn, like Bring Netflix was going to be the streaming and then yeah. Flick, Flickster was going to be the mail. Yep. And then they just said, people said, why are you doing this? Why, why did yeah. you tell us this? <laughs> That's probably one of the biggest regrets of my life. I remember being at Apple. All of us were there. Mm-hmm. And I was like this close to buying a ton of stock. Mm. Uh, Matthew, Pilon- well, one of our coworkers, Matt P, and I were back, there, back at the house talking about this. And I was like this close to buying because the stock was tanking because of what you just said, John. Like people were tearing them apart for like breaking the company into two. That's so crazy. Uh, and I don't even know what happened. Like, I literally think I got like called out and had to do something, and then I just never went back to it uh, and never did. And like, if I had done that, I, I probably wouldn't have to work right now. Like, yeah, I, you, I really believe that I could have probably been done. You be in your Iron Man suit, definitely. Yeah, and I'm recording this, kind of you, floating around. Yeah, I and I'd given had I'd had off one made for each of you as well. So we'd all just be. Oh floating man, that's in incredible. Iron Man <laughs> and we could just, be broadcasting in video, in the- audio, everything just is like in this. the Iron Man suit. Like we yeah. don't even need these cameras or mics. It would be in the suit. <laughs> he would be the face with like the readout and everything. <laughs> be like super close picture of us, like looking around, like man, I really like that movie. It's like you look like psychos. <laughs> you would bring your finger, like you guys see my Netflix card? You see it? <laughs> You have to bring it up into it up the helmet. In the suit. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be awful. <laughs> oh, Flickster. Oh, Flickster. What could have been? Damn it. Uh, yeah. cool, man. Well, that was good talk about nobody. Um, recap real quick. We mentioned Mythic Quest, which is on Apple TV. Definitely check that show out if you haven't. Dave, season one, and uh, Ted Lasso season one uh, is on Apple TV Plus. Dave's on FXX now, or any of those services. Mm-hmm. That they have. It's Hulu, right? Uh, it's on Hulu as well. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, Hulu. That's right. Um, but it is an FX show. Right. Um, what else? Mayor of East Town's on HBO, HBO Max, and nobody is on uh, Pivot or in theaters. But definitely try to check out some of those shows if you haven't seen the comedies that we talked about because they're all great and they're all coming back for their next seasons like in the next couple months. So uh, you can head up movieshmovie.com or find us at um, any of our socials are all dot com slash movie schmovie and like john mentioned earlier we do have a special series that we do over the weekend called marvel schmarvel which is a youtube exclusive video series that we do um so if you find yes. the the show on youtube if you subscribe to our channel you can get alerts and turn on notifications so you can know when they come out if you're a marvel fan superhero um i'll even invite the dc fans to listen because i'm just yes. trying to be that guy everybody let's just all get along um but they come out every weekend while the marvel stuff is airing on disney plus or movies are coming out in theaters and that's like a whole nother episode folks like we started it as we're just going to do a quick little recap but it's basically a whole nother episode so uh yeah yeah yeah. um so yeah it's whole nother that's good english right (laughs) yeah absolutely exactly Just subscribe there turn your notifications so you know when they come out and you also you know if you can watch the you can watch this podcast there too if you if you want to try that out too uh, see if you like the video portion better because Ronald does a great job in making those videos for us. 
Uh, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Do a great job. Um, he, ma- he makes he cleans up our complexions. Um, what you're seeing right now has like been completely dewarted. <laughs> Ronald has gotten rid of all of it. John that. has like a lot of yeah, weird basically warts. I'm like they're just, gone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, it's one big wart. Yeah. <laughs> I doctor it all up. <laughs> um and in terms of the podcast feeds we we you know pod.link slash movie schmovie we're in the process of trying to switch it over so when you go to our main site you can just get right there mm-hmm. um so hopefully if you just go to movie schmovie by the time this comes out that'll be working but um if it's not pod.link slash movie schmovie is a great page that we'd like to kind of direct everybody to because you can kind of see all of the podcast platforms that we are available on take your pick or just listen to the show right on that page. You know, audio is right there. All of our episodes are entire libraries there. Um, but we'll be back next week with a new episode and it's good talking to you guys. Good to see your faces. Yeah, man. Good seeing you guys. Too, it's it's a good part of my week for sure. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. And as always, you made our day. Thanks. Bye.